to the Masa podcast. I'm Mending, the Masa VP External, and today we are with Julie Duchesne, who graduated in 1996 with a bachelor's in actuarial math and is currently the Mercer March Benefits Leader for Mercer Canada, having more than 20 years of consulting experience in health and benefits. Hi, Ms. Duchesne, how are you today? Very good, and I'm Mending, so happy to be here today uh, for this podcast with, uh, with you. Uh, thank you for accepting your invitation. So in this episode, we will talk about your university years at Concordia. We will go more in depth about your career choice after your studies, as well as your current position as a leader in the consulting field. We will then finish with some advice for students. So let's start with presenting yourself and briefly talking about your career path. Yeah, sure. Like I graduated about, like, as you mentioned, like 23 years ago. Uh, in actual math, and uh, I really, really appreciate it. I love actually my my stay at uh, Concordia. I thought it was an amazing program and got some great friendships out of this. And I was in the uh, co-op program, so the opportunity to try different things uh, during those terms. Once I graduated, I started as an actual student at Mercer, which is a global consulting firm in the employee benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been in this role for a few years. And then uh, I evolve into a consulting role and eventually into a leadership role. So I got in charge of the Quebec team like uh, about five years ago. So I was like uh, 16 years in uh, at Mercer. So I was in charge of the Quebec team in what we call group insurance benefits. So we have three lines of business, pension, benefits and careers. So I was in charge of one of the lines of business for Quebec. And uh, about three years ago, I took on the Canadian role for that same uh, unit, meaning health. So now I'm the uh, Mercer Marsh Benefits Leader for Canada. So it's a team of close to 300 employees from coast to coast. So it feels that my actual time is quite far. It feels like a long time ago, but such a good uh, a base referral, like a really uh, good information that I'm bringing in my, my luggage uh, through my career. Yeah, that's very impressive. Um, but for now, let's go, uh, let's go back in time a little bit to your university years. So um, what is your best memory from that time? And what did you enjoy less? Yeah, so that's a really good question. And to be really, really honest with you, my best memory from uh, my Concordia time was to, uh, we were on the Loyola campus and uh, uh, there was a great lounge there. And honestly, I played a lot of Tetris. So <laughs> my most fun time there, but seriously, like the, the people that I've met there were just incredible, uh, both like the the, col- the the colleagues, teammates and the teachers. Uh, everybody was really welcoming and forward thinking and a lot of, lot of smart people. So I recall like Jose Garrido was like an amazing teacher at the time. I, I believe he's retiring soon. So these are the kind of person that made a difference in my life. Um, what I didn't like as much was obviously the number of hours of studying, uh, as you, you, you're, you're probably, uh, familiar with that, like, uh, combination of, studying for school and studying for your actual exams. So it's a lot of hours of studying. Uh, so that was the less fun part, let's put it this way. Uh, but so happy I did it at the time because now for me, it's, as I said earlier on, like this is going to follow me for the rest of my career. So I'm very pleased I, I did that at that time. Yeah, 
I think the all the hard work is uh, all worth it in the end. And are you still in contact with some of the person that you met in your university years? Yeah, one yeah, that's a good question. One of my best friends, uh, she she used to study at Concordia as well. Now she's in Boston in a reinsurance company. Uh, so we're definitely very much in contact. And while I have other classmates that uh, we have punctual touch points, uh, there's many people at Mercer who comes from Concordia. Uh, they yeah. were necessarily in my class, uh, but we're happy to be part of the alumni. And uh, our North American CEO also comes from uh, Mercer. And I know Jacques Goulet also at Sun Life comes from Mercer, uh, Mercer sorry, from Concordia. Uh, so definitely a really, really good crowd came out of the uh, of Concordia. Yeah, and that's true. And um, I'm curious to know, what made you choose a career in the actual field and more specifically in the consulting field? That was a very challenging time in my life. I did not know uh, what I wanted to do in life. All I knew is that I really liked maths and I knew someone was an actuary. My family was more in the medical field. So I was really keen on also like learning more about science and making a difference in people's life. Uh, so that was really dear to my heart to be close to people and to the health sector, but wanted to find a way to be close in health. So uh, in full transparency, I started in medicine and then I went back to uh, actual studies. Uh, again, I was really, really confused. And at some point, I decided that uh, I really wanted to to develop a career, uh, to build a career in, in the actual field, wanting to combine the two, uh, meaning the numbers and the people side. So this is why uh, I chose to be in consultation, because I wanted to be in a position where I would have human interaction and be able to find a way uh, to connect with the health and well-being of people. So I chose a career in the, so you're going to see me coming now, on the health side, group insurance benefits, as we're helping employers help their employees be healthy uh, through designing um, group insurance benefits program, thinking ahead on how we can further help employees and so forth. So this is essentially why I decided to be on the consulting field, people side, and more specifically than on the health side to combine the analytic piece, which I really love uh, on the renewals, marketing, like actual valuations and things like that with the, the, the people side. So Yeah. Uh, that all makes a lot of sense. And um, uh, I think students are often really curious about what does your day-to-day look like? What are some tasks that, that you have to do daily? What is kind of your schedule or routine? I don't have any routine. <laughs> It's really hard because it depends on your job. So like, I don't think like Uh, many people have exactly the same job in, an, in a consulting firm. So when you're more of an analyst, you have your block of clients that you're responsible for. And even for different clients, you might be doing something. So uh, they do more of the analytical work. And we really train them to be thinking about the challenges the employers are facing so that they become more, uh, con they, they become a consultant at some point. 
Me personally, my role has evolved a lot from being an actual analyst to uh, a consultant to now I, I still own, I still do consultations. So I do have clients that I'm taking care. So from time to time, depending on the week, sometimes I spend more time than sometimes less time on client work. And for us, client work is really around like doing some analysis about the utilization of a group insurance benefits program. Might it be on the drug side, on the disability side, like uh, looking at reserves, uh, doing some actual valuation. Uh, so really like the analytical piece of the probability of uh, taking your retirement. So I won't go into the details, but really like actual piece uh, of the work, which is probably like I would say like 10, uh, 15% of my job, uh, meeting with some clients, thinking about their issues, how we can best help them in, in the future. Uh, the remaining of my job is more of a, and then I'm further away from the actual role, uh, really like leading a team. As I mentioned, we have a team of 300 employees, so it's all around engagement, growing the team. Uh, training them and so forth, having some leadership meeting, bu building a business plan, a strategic plan, a growth plan. Uh, so my day, like uh, I have leaders in the different provinces. So uh, I meet with them like continuously to review where they're at in terms of growth, engagement with their teams, uh, how I can help them, what we need to develop to continue to be ahead of the curve and be leading in the services we provide to clients. So a lot of uh, uh, most of my work is around like leadership, uh, mentorship and uh, strategy and growing a business. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Having such an important position and uh, as a leader, what do you like about this leadership role and what is more challenging to you? Is there something that really challenges you daily? Yeah, what I like, honestly, it's diversity. I like the fact that like it's uh, the way I see it is head, heart and guts. So my head is there. So I need to do some analysis. Like, uh, so that's where my background in actuarial science really helps me. Uh, might it be in terms of growth, utilization for our clients, for the team and so forth. So really like analyze where we're at, do some data analytics to support like the strategy. Uh, on the hard side, it's really like people. Uh, making a difference, making sure, especially this year with COVID, that the team is healthy, that we can best support them and that uh, we grow them, they have a successful career and so forth. So which is totally different things than taking care of the, the business, right? That's like trying to think about new things, like following our instinct to to see what, what's out there in the market. So a day for me versus like this week versus what I'm going to do in January versus next July, is totally different. So I find it's a really, really good balance of, of uh, head, heart and guts, analytics slash heart, uh, uh, people side. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of um, problem solving maybe in your uh, daily life and organizing the future also, right? Yeah, totally. And um, having more than 20 years of experience in this field. So how would you describe the start of your career compared to your career now? Wow, it's it's so different. <laughs> it's really, really different. As when I started, I was really like uh, doing like 100% of my time was actual work. Uh, so, and I loved it. Honestly, it was even a challenge to let it go at some point to, uh, go more 
leadership role and people role because, and I still love it, right? To look at accounting rules, uh, to look at the new trends in terms of reserve, mortality rate, disability rates, and all of that. So that was my day-to-day was to kind of learn how to work though. Like I think there's a big shift when you start working versus when you're out of the university. So I had to first understand like what was my role to structure I am going to work, uh, organize myself and so forth so that I provide good quality of work. Um, so that was kind of my goal at the time. Um, so there, there's definitely an adaptation when, when you start working. Uh, and then uh, now it's, uh, as I said, it's totally different. It's a totally new uh, new job. Although like for me, what I've done at the beginning, like is help me grow grew into that role right and that's a very good point and um what would you say are the biggest lessons that you have learned so far in your journey Uh, wow that's a tough one right (laughs) i would say follow your guts uh so the head heart and guts uh for me has been really helping me like uh, build my strategy become who i am and sometimes you're kind of hesitating between like you do an analysis, it tells you X, Y, Z result, but your, your heart tells you something else. And at some point, like really follow your guts, uh, both in your personal life and in your professional life. Uh, that's definitely like uh, my learning curve. And usually like uh, you're in a good position for success when you follow your guts. Uh, yes. And um following this question also um if you could go back in time what would you say to your younger self on the topic of career paths is there something that you would do differently uh yeah it's um i've been struggling as i mentioned between actual science medicine like consultation like uh, going to a career so an employers there's so many options i don't think you can take a wrong decision. Uh, I, I don't think we should put that much pressure into making sure we find the right decision. Like if you try something and it's not exactly what you want, like try something else and it's just going to be a learning experience. For me, I thought it was the decision for the rest of my life. So mm-hmm. I was nervous to make sure I would take on like the, the right decision. So and taking a step back, like I could have started in something else and I would have found my way in anyways. And I don't think I would have wasted some time there. So let's be be like uh, agile and it's okay if you don't start. Like it's even good. Like just go with the flow, follow your guts and things could evolve over time and that's okay as well. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes when you have to make a decision or a choice you think it's it's gonna affect your whole life but then looking back you're like oh yeah that's the choices we make are just part of life if um we now talk about employees or interns so what are the skills that distinguish an average intern or employee to an incredible intern or employee i would say three things First is quality of work. So someone who's well-organized, like who takes the time to review what they've done or ask questions if they don't know, like if uh, if it's good or bad, like instead of hoping uh, it's going to be okay, it's okay to ask questions. So we're really looking at for, even if it's young, uh, at the beginning of your career, 
quality of work and having an open communication. So it's not clear and need help and so forth. Uh, team spirit. Uh, it's part of our main values here at Mercer to have people who fit well within our values, which are around diversity and inclusion, around teamwork and so forth. So we really want to have like employees who are engaged in our journey, like to be to win uh, as a team. Uh, and I would say the last thing which makes someone like exceptional is think outside the box. So uh, the way we do things today, and we might ask someone to do things like a certain way, uh, but we love to be challenged. If someone comes in and say, hey, why, why have you thought about this? And should we uh, think, uh, what about this and X, Y, Z? So to, to challenge us so we can see that the person is already thinking why they're doing that and if there was a better way to do it. So that for me, that this is outstanding. All right. That's really good. Uh, three very good points. And I think some students will try to incorporate that into their work. So for the students that are going into uh, starting their career in the corporate world, what would you say to them? Um, prepare yourself that it's going to be different. When you're out of school, you start your job, it, it's not going to be applying whatever you learn in school exactly. It's going to be totally different. What I, I always say is that what you learn at school, it's learning how to learn. So you learn to be methodical, like to, to apply some concepts and so forth. So I think you're best prepared with your degree to come into the corporate world. And as a tips, once you're there, have an open communication. If something is not clear, don't be shy. Ask questions. It's normal. You don't know. You're just learning. And sometimes people are going to ask for uh, your support, your help. Like they might not think that you might not know that. So just keep that open communication and perhaps ask for or find yourself a buddy, someone that you feel comfortable going to for any question at any time. That's true. Sometimes... Um, for example, students that start their internships, sometimes they are afraid to ask because they want to be like already knowing everything already and being the best employee. But uh, it's true that to do that, you first need to learn it and ask questions. And now um, to for my last question of the episode, do you have any advice for actual students? Uh, I would say first, uh, congrats. You definitely did a good choice by studying actual maths. I think it's uh, there's going to be a lot of job opportunities that are currently right now in the market. And with everything that the, the market is uh, doing around data, data is king. So there's going to be a lot of needs in terms of data analysis going forward. And like it could be anywhere. So, uh, so I mean, there's tons of opportunities. Uh, out there and I would say follow your guts uh, follow your guts if you want to try xyz like when you're out of university when you go out of university let's do it you're gonna learn you, you're gonna bring value there and then like you'll be successful wherever you're gonna find yourself you're gonna love what you do so love what you do you'll, you'll have lots of success great very good advice and um For students that still have some questions for you and they want to reach you, what is the best way for students to reach you? Uh, LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn, I think it's the best way because like employer emails and things like that, you never know, right? So I think LinkedIn is the best way to reach out. Perfect. 
In today's episode, we continued our interviewing alumni series with alumna Julie Dichain, who spoke about her time as an actuarial student and elaborated on her current position at Mercer Canada. She also mentioned some inspiring lessons she learned and gave important advice about uh, not being afraid and following your guts. So thank you so much, Julie, for being a guest speaker. It was my pleasure. Thank you to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, thank you all for listening. You can reach us through social medias. All our links will be on the Masa website. And stay tuned for the next episode. Mm-hmm.